Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update for everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. So today is October 27th and we have a jam-packed full of episode ahead for you. Um, so let's get started. It might be a long one. So last night or this morning, Eastern Time, was the um, rewards period for Rocket Pool just... Um, started so the new ones just started that means that you can claim your rewards for the previous period which is always a happy day in the rocket pool community because we all get paid so everyone's really happy about it so here Waldorf was like letting off party celebrations at 135 is when the when the snapshot is taken so what happened so at 135 you know since redstone happened we need the order to start making the claim trees and um providing all the information about who can claim what. So it's okay, now we wait for the order to make some trees before anyone can claim. So that process normally takes about two hours or maybe between an hour and two hours. So everyone was kind of like just sitting around waiting and um, yeah, Joe was saying it's about two hours last time and um, people were just kind of waiting, you know, and there was, uh, Butter was in here, you know, Beacon Chain are the ODAO members and um, other ODAO teams like just doing their own thing at that time and then it turned out that there was um, there was an issue and there was an error and then Butter says oh my god I got the error I'm not gonna lie um, and Joe says "Womp two more hours so basically what happened is some of the ODAO members were getting errors when trying to generate the tree and it made, it says, uh, Joe says, then again, my daily tree generator is Nethermind. And I think most people run Geth. And it seems like the Geth um, client was having some issues with the tree generation. So people were waiting for quite a while. And then and then Joe said, you know, at 5 a.m. So this is a good two hours later than when we should have had our rewards. Um, Joe was saying, all right, this is getting silly. The team's going to reach out to the remaining ODAO members for a health check. I need to go to bed. And then, but your shift, you take over. So, and again, for a while, you know, there were still some issues. And um, at 7.38 a.m., which is six hours later, pretty much exactly, uh, Langus said, hey, everyone, you may be wondering when rewards. Surely the ODAO generated the reward tree by now. Rest assured, the trees are being generated and RPL rewards are winging their way to you but why do i not have them yet so the, here begins the story so basically what's happened is there's an intermittent bug with for the order for version 1.6.5 and the team is aware of that and it's being fixed for version 1.7 however version 1.7 was delayed because of the 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 fee issue that we've talked about on rocket fuel before so um here Langus said you know we were very close to the rewards period so decided to delay until after the rewards period had plenty of time to distribute the new release across the ODAO there wasn't a huge issue because even if you hit the bug we had enough ODAO members with archive nodes to reach consensus so today it turns out we only had just enough archive nodes to reach consensus and they were taking a while to generate the tree um it says we have one last ODAO node to report the tree, then the rewards will be available. We're working with ODAO members to get another one over the line. Please bear with us going forward. Version 1.7, which should be released next week, will fix the issue. 
many thanks. And then an hour and a half later, pretty much an hour and 20 minutes later, Lang said, hey, everyone, rewards trees have now been generated and published. Rewards are now available. Rocket pool and then the um, rocket pool emoji, rocket moon emoji. So that was a bit of drama overnight. People <laughs> just like the whole, you know, pitchforks, the old hour coming out again. It's like, what's the point of the old hour if they can't even do this? This one, there are a few duties, like blah, blah, blah. Like they need to get all this fixed. And I understand the frustration and um, the issues that people had, but um, thankfully it got fixed without much of an issue. I guess that's a couple of rewards periods since Redstone that we've had some issues and hopefully um, we won't have any more going forward. So next we come to all of our favorite topic for the last few days um, is the governance stuff. So we talked about it a lot yesterday. We talked about it a lot. The day before so let's talk about it a lot again today that's what everyone wants to hear right so yesterday there was a lot of discussion going back and forth about about what we should be voting for what kind of um what kind of um rocket pool token lockup we want as a maximum collateral and there were a couple of camps kind of emerging there was the one that said you know there should be the 50 percent of node operator eth there was another one that was saying it should be 50 percent of I'm sorry, 150% node operator ETH. Another one that's saying it should be 150% of um, of protocol ETH. Uh, I was kind of saying a little bit about how you know each mini pool should have a max collateral um, of 40 ETH because that's what we have right now. You know, right now the maximum collateral is 16 ETH plus 24 ETH worth of RPL um, for the 16 ETH mini pools. So I was like, let's maintain that. Let's keep the collateral the same for every mini pool that we have. Um, so around. 9.45 Eastern time yesterday, Langers did like, he said so, and then he was ty typing for quite a while, and everyone was kind of sweating, you know, because he was typing for over 10 minutes, and Langer says, I agree with Kane that this needs to be addressed in Atlas. There appears to be three choices ahead of us. Use node operator collateral as the basis for maximum RPL stake, which retains the existing weighting of RPL rewards and governance distribution. Use protocol collateral as the basis for max RPL stake, but rebalance the RPL rewards and governance toward uh, distribution uh, to retain the existing weighting. Remove LEBs from the upgrade. So, you know, we need to make sure that the community has um, a good idea of what's going on. If we can't agree, if there's issues, no one wants a contentious fork, no one wants any contentious issues in the community, right? Like we don't want it to be a bad blood vote. Um, We'd rather keep the cohesion in the community. So we'd rather just remove LEBs from now until things can be figured out before going forward. And um, so this kind of leads to a whole conversation, like um, part two here about um, use protocol collateral as the basis for max RPL ETH, but rebalance the RPL rewards and governance distribution to retain the existing weighting. So that was kind of like a protocol ETH thing, but kind of, um, with other ideas thrown in there as well. So people were kind of like worried. People weren't exactly sure what was going on. And then um, Maso was like, that's not a vote if options are pick A or B, but we strongly recommend A. And Kane was just like, you know, the, the, um, the team are allowed to have their own opinions. So this kind of discussion went on for quite a while. Let me just see what the next one I have loaded up. So uh, yeah, so this conversation went on for a couple of hours with the information. And then Langer's comes in uh, just after midnight, like two, three hours later. And he says, I think a flat 24 ETH is a good compromise. What we are trying to avoid is the runaway effect on rewards and governance. So I was, you know, member uh, team flat vote or 
uh, 150% of uh, PDAO um, collateral. Um, so when Langer said this, I think a flat 24 ETH is a good compromise. I think like for me, that really made a lot of sense. And I think um, it, it kind of like is a compromise point between the two positions. I know that people on both sides, well, one side who are kind of upset about this, they don't want this. They think that it should be less. Like they think that the RPL is kind of uh, only should be used as a minimum and there should be like that should that should be it but um i think uh, you know even myself was saying here i support this for the sake of avoiding contention and division with our, within the community and moving the conversation forward i don't love it but that is the nature of negotiation and um and Valdorf says if we have more than three choices we'll need to select from single choice and approval and um then the kind of everyone was kind of like started to talk about it and um basically a few hours later ken popped in to um governance like a good three hours later and he says my thoughts and ken is like a superhero in in um in the rocket pool community he's a rocket scientist he's really really great at doing research and trying to figure out you know how things fit together and how things should be so um he's the one who like came up with ideas of what the smoothing pool should look like and um helped with like lots of analysis in the past as well like ken's wonderful a really really great guy and um so he says you know my thoughts after complimenting uh, contemplating this a bit i believe that the value argument for rpl is that it unlocks leverage the creation of lebs increases demand for rpl staking because the minimum rpl increases as the leb decreases um, eg 16 1.6 ETH worth of RPL for LEB16, uh, 2.4 ETH worth of RPL for LEB8, 2.8 for LEB4 and so on. It says secondary demand for RPL token is farming, using that term to distinguish it from the ETH staking as node operator or Ether. Uh, speculators like myself can purchase RPL and stake it on the node levels far exceed the minimum RPL to earn inflation rewards. And then, you know, he kind of like goes through the debate, what it looks like. It says, determine what is better max RPL design. It's essential to remember the prime directive of Rocket Pool to provide a decentralized, permissionless, trustless, liquid staking derivative to the Ethereum community. And he even like puts that in bold right in the middle of his post right there. He says, the original tokenomic design was uh, of limiting effective RPL to 150% was to ensure that a individual could not game the system by providing little value to the protocol, uh, i.e. creating unlimited unlim uh, liquid staking capacity to mint the RETH and instead farm only the RPL returns. If we subscribe to the above premise, we can do simple analysis by using the 1000 ETH worth of RPL maximalist, uh, an individual that does not want to run a node, but rather wishes to farm the RPL rewards. They will farm, effectively stake as much RPL um, by investing the smallest amount of ETH needed. Uh, the better design is determined by selecting an, the option that generated the largest amount of RETH capacity in the RPL maximalist scenario, attached to the breakdown of all three options across the range of LEB types. So let's have a look at this because it's really interesting interesting so let me actually just make it a bit smaller so here the three options are the top one is limited by node operator eth the middle one is limited by protocol eth and the final one is limited per mini pool so let's have a look at that now so at leb 16 um the rpl maximalist would be able to use their thousand eth to bring up 400 eth of capacity and that's the same for all three of them because the tokenomics for leb 16s don't change so now leb 8s if the if the 
excuse me, if the RPL maximalist was staking using the node operator ETH method, they would be able to generate 1,200 RETH capacity. With um, protocol ETH, they would be able to uh, generate 528 RETH capacity and that mini pool, a limited per mini pool that's flat 24, they'd be able to generate 744 RETH capacity for their 1000 ETH worth of collateral. So that would be um, 250 ETH worth and uh, 750 RPL worth on the, oh, it actually says it right here, right? So um, they'd be able to do 20 ETH cost per mini pools, 50 mini pools for node operator ETH, 22 mini pools for um, protocol ETH, and 31 mini pools for the lim 24 ETH flat. So then on LEB4s, then that becomes 2800 ETH capacity, 588 for protocol, and 980 ETH capacity for the flat 24. So for me, I think like the finding a balance between like okay this is my opinion so you know please vote however you want don't let me sway your opinion but for me i will be voting for the 28th ETH, eth flat and the reason why i think that is the case is because it gives the best balance between um the providing security which i know a lot of people have talked about that it doesn't really provide that much security above the minimum but also it balances the farming of rpl or the staking of rpl the farming using ken's language but also um giving the most uh, number of RETH capacity based on based on how much like you collaterally put into the protocol so what i'm thinking is that the the 24 ETH flat makes the most sense for that because it kind of balances all those needs together so yeah <laughs> so that discussion was still ongoing but it seems like you know we're kind of falling into these camps which is which is really great because that means you know we can go to vote with those three ideas so i guess what would happen is the one extreme would be 150 percent node operator eth another extreme would be 150 um percent protocol eth and then the compromise position would be um 24 eth flat which is kind of in the middle of the two because on um on on the node operator ETH mini pool 8, you'd have 12 ETH. On the protocol ETH, you'd have 36 ETH. And then, the, you know, 24 ETH is kind of in the middle ground. And then it's the same middle ground in case in the case of LEB's 4s, where it's um, in the middle ground there as well. So I think it's a really nice compromise position. Um, I'm kind of still torn between voting for the protocol ETH um limited by protocol eth or limited per mini pool but it seems like the vote will be set up as a as a preferential vote so you vote for the ones that you prefer and it'll be equal voting approval choice i think it's called i don't fully understand the name of it but it seems like you know you can vote and keep your um, waiting allowance your weight allowance equal and then you just say the choices that you want to vote for and i think that is um that that should be the good way that could be a good way to do it so we're still trying to figure this out it looks like it's going to go to war in a couple of days time because it'll need to run for a week and then after a week we'll be able to um after a week we'll be able to um get it included into atlas so um it's it's been a lot of drama but it looks like we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and um i'm really glad to hear that but hopefully you know um the community can kind of rally around rally around uh, one of these points and if not then hopefully 
you know, we can all come together afterwards and realize that we're all trying to think of about it as the best for Rocket Pool and, you know, we're all on the same team. So one of the things that I said as well in, in the governance channel today was I'm really happy with the way everyone's conducted themselves, even though, you know, the debate has been kind of heated at times and at times there have been people who've been kind of like cut and kind of pointed, but for the most part, it's been very civil and very... Um, argued in good faith and i think i've it's really like endeared me even more to this community so uh, i'm really glad about that so <laughs> this other thing happened overnight as well so um sleety says has people seen events and bossy says marcy wtf and basically there was a screenshot of this like it says rpl withdrawal marso.eth withdrew 122,987 rpl worth 2011 eth um from the, that was over collateralized on his note so his i think um collateral percentage at the time was like 150 plus percent and um no sorry 250 plus percent so he brought it down to 150 percent and um i think at the time of that, that 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 happening like the debate was still kind of heated and we weren't sure exactly you know whether there was going to be any kind of consensus happening or any kind of um like a center ground reach or anything like that so people were just like what's going on there's a lot going on tonight and people were kind of worried with Duki showing this like worried come uh, thing and i said <laughs> i didn't mean to, like i like i'm not trying to fud or anything like that but i said if marcy sold marcy's what i call maso like um endearingly uh, if marcy sold his rpl uh, we'd go down to like 0 0.01 on the ratio actually no we'd go to zero because there's not enough liquidity on the downside to eat 2000 uh, eth worth of sales and i said uh, change in top economics would mean people who are hoping for lebs to make their rpl more effective because of the protocol eth would now have to sell to bring it in line with node operator eth i think there's something like a million rpl that can be withdrawn currently maybe a bit less now the ratio has come down a little bit and then patches shared this um, graph that basically says um, 920,000 rpl withdrawable in this image you can see it right in the middle where the blue dot is um and um that's you know after after Maso's hundred thousand withdrawal so it was about a million rpl that are withdrawable by people who are over collateralized so it says that might be after Maso withdrew one hundred thousand. said i've been vacillating between selling my my personal uh, excess rpl for new mini pools or waiting for leb sas to make it more effective i've even talked about how difficult that decision has been for a while now lebs aren't going to be what i expected well this was at the time when we thought that it would go towards node operator eth instead of protocol eth or at the time there wasn't even the idea of you know the concept uh, the compromise position the 24 flat eth um, now lebs aren't going to be what i expected and sas is going to be at least nine months away if each upgrade is on a six month cycle i'm just one lonely minnow though uh, i want to know what the whales are thinking so then that kind of like uh, brought up this conversation about like what it means to be over collateralized and you know how people should or shouldn't sell that or how they should you know take the money off the node because it's technically a hot wallet um so all that kind of stuff and then um yeah, we were just talking about um, how the price can go up and down and um, like this this change in tokenomics can really, you know, impact things like that. Um, but um, <laughs> to end it on, the, on a funnier note from earlier in the night, um, Langers, when he was like typing his message, uh, he says, Maso wrote a post in meme saying, my therapist, close your eyes and imagine what anxiety looks like. Describe it to me. And then there's me and then there's a cat, then there's a, 
think of uh, Langer saying so, and then it just says Langer's is typing. <laughs> so that was quite anxiety inducing for um, for Marceau. And then, uh, like a few hours later, um, Kane, who's a developer with Rocket Pool, obviously, he says, My therapist, close your eyes and imagine what anxiety looks like. Describe it to me. And then, me. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Maso withdrawing um, 2000 ETH worth of RPL. So <laughs> that was that was kind of funny and scary at the same time. <laughs> but um, yeah, on that note, like I'll give you more of an update of what's happening in the governance stuff tomorrow. Um, it looks like it might go to vote over the weekend, so um, it might be that I can give you an update about whether that's going to happen or not, either tomorrow or on Monday. So definitely keep an eye open for what's going on, because this is going to be probably one of the biggest votes in the the Rocket Pool history since we started voting. You know, so it's going to be a big, big deal. So scary stuff and exciting stuff. Um, next we had this comment um, so about votes so Valdorf made this post today he's saying uh, hey folks go vote the GMC membership vote is at 78% quorum and the PDAO treasurer vote is at 74% quorum so let's just have a quick look at those votes and see where they stand right now um, if we have a look at the GMC membership vote so we have um, we have uh, Joe at number one with 488 votes Kaloduran number two with 453 votes then there's me with 441 votes at number three and then Ken, Wanderan and Viz make out the top seven wait one two three four five six seven the mentor sorry makes up the top seven where it stands at the moment um, object object has been gaining as well and Donda Chaka is not too far behind so we still have another thousand votes that need to be that need to come in so that can change but please go vote because we really need to reach quorum on this and the sooner we can reach quorum the the better it is so um, we still have another couple of days that, like it, up to uh, october 30th that it runs but um on that's eastern time we still have um a couple of days so please um, get voting if you haven't voted already and then we have the pdow treasurer selection this is just between um Vaka and Z-Man forever and then Vaka is at um, 87% pretty much and Z-Man's at 13% but again we still need another thousand votes here for it to reach quorum so um, please go vote if you haven't voted already like it's really important and there as well we've got another three days in order to vote so please don't wait too long okay moving on from there we've got this really good news today from famous famous old spice who says just wanted to leave that there badger just added a lot of our ETH exposure to their treasury so badger obviously is a DeFi protocol and they're uh, working on um, doing integration stuff so on that front as well we got some updates so here freddie the philosopher came in and he said the badger council approved a 16,000 badger token bribe around fifty-six thousand dollars to the new badger our ETH gauge um and that's on balancer i think um we would appreciate some consideration from rpl to contribute as co-incentives as well so then um valdorf was talking to freddie the philosopher and then also um famous allspice and they were talking about how um freddie the philosopher said yes indeed one million dollars uh, of w uh, wrapped ETH was turned into our ETH because um they you know they're so happy with the project and then they were talking about how they would like the incentives management committee to kind of co-incentivize that um that um liquidity uh providing for them 
and um, it seems like you know they're kind of figuring it out and that's really cool that that's happening you know we want as many of these uh, partnerships integrations whatever you want to call it as possible because um it's really cool i like this comment that famous old spice made he said i think badgers are more DeFi literate than the average crowd so they'll pick up on it quicker but that doesn't mean they won't expose themselves to impermanence lost so it might not be enough to rely on the core community to carry the weight another point that speaks against my initial thesis is that on order it takes a week and he's just like giving information but like it's really great that um you know they're so well informed and they really know what they want for their communities and they're able to do that so that's really great to see next we had these issues with client updates so um lighthouse have kind of had a little bit of issues uh besu update is coming smart node version 1.7.0 is next week it says next week once the feed distributor fix has been deployed we are planning to release the next major smart node update version 1.7.0 this version has several important changes one of which will change mev boost from opt-in to opt-out meaning it will be enabled by default if you haven't enabled mev boost yet because you don't know much about mev we strongly recommend you read our guide on it before we release version 1.7.0 next week so you can make an informed decision on which relays you want to use um, and then there's another update it says quick announcement following on to yesterday's post um so lighthouse just released version 3.2.1 which is medium priority for lighthouse users and teku update was earlier in the week which is recommended and so go to this post in releases to get information about all the things that joe's saying but um you know it's for some of these things it might make sense to do it soon um, otherwise you can wait until version 1.7.0 is out next week Oh, sorry that's more of that next thing is that you know i talked yesterday about how the maker um thing is going to executive vote so right now it seems like we have sixty-five thousand nine hundred maker of um of uh, approval and across 16 supporters and we needed additional twenty-seven thousand six hundred uh, maker votes for this to pass and expire on november 25th so you know we have a month in order to get this done but as soon as we get the required number of votes then everything will pass so um if if by any chance you're a maker delegate or you have some maker votes go ahead and vote here but i think this is just for the executive proposal so maybe you can't go and vote there but um yeah i'm i think the community is very confident that this is going to pass so hopefully it'll pass within the next few days and then we can get maker up and running within the next couple of weeks because of the oracle stuff oh next we had this comment from maverick he said uh twitter space basically is live right now so the Twi twitter space took place yesterday and it was a special twitter place because it had a uh, representative of block native coming in there and talking about mev and block building and also it, they gave the bi-weekly protocol update and ask me anything so people were asking their questions people were giving their information and um, you can find this on the rocket pool um on the rocket pool twitter page but um yeah the the event happened it was it was a really good good event a lot of like um information was given so feel free to go and listen that listen to that on twitter and finally finally we have this um i, I just want to give a little bit of a shout out to um moon's um moon's elliot waves page which is kind of trading in a way that the actual trading channel isn't trading so the actual trading channel is everything but trading and then people go to moon's elliott waves to talk about actual trading stuff and moon is kind of like you know 
the resident Elliot Waves expert who gives information and draws out charts and stuff and talks about how how they're um, you know what they're seeing in the market and patterns and stuff and there are a bunch of people you know who are frequently frequent visitors to this channel and um, or this thread and they really enjoy like some of the information that Moon shares I don't trade along with it when other people do trade with it but um, I really enjoy popping in there and like reading what's happening what people are talking about one of the problems that we've always had in this channel however is that it's really hard to find like Moon's detailed posts where where he's talking about um, what he expects to happen in the market and um, what what we really need is that um, look like so here like Thomas is saying um, sorry Tom uh, Stephen Thomas is saying um, can you refresh me us what the green yellow red lines mean the fib levels right so this was like you know reference to previous comments that Moon has already made and Danda Chaka says if there was ever a channel where we needed pins so right now there are no pinned posts in this thread except oh this one pin this yeah so there was the, like it's just it's not easy for anyone in this particular thread to pin pin anything however if you know this is like a plea out there to people who have powers of pinning if anyone can give moon the power to pin in this thread that would be really amazing but if not there are a few rocket scientists and there's even a member of the team maverick who attends like who reads this this thread so if any of those people have pinning powers it would be really great if they could pin those posts for us but um you know ideally it would yeah Dr. Chaka says sometimes social progress requires putting pressure on the oppressors with the media so I don't know if the team are oppressors but um I told them that you know I definitely talk about this issue because we need help either from the uh, yeah from the mods basically like the team or whoever else has those powers please 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 give either moon the power to pin in this in this thread or just give rocket scientists the power to pin because Valdorf a rocket scientist uh, in the community is a frequent contributor to this thread as well so <laughs> I'm gonna finish there because this has been a really really long episode but um yeah it's been it's been a mammoth few days in the community and things have been really really busy but I'm really glad it seems like you know we're we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel and hopefully we can all move forward with this together but um I'm gonna end it here I hope you all have a lovely night or morning depending on when you, where and when you're listening to this and um, I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.